the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. Saints of God, just like many of you, I love the Bible. It's an absolutely awesome book that's filled with awesome promises that God our Father has made to me and you. Promises of things that He's willing and wanting to do that'll flat out be a blessing to me and you. One of those awesome promises is to bring recovery and restoration of all that's been lost and or stolen in our lives. All we have to do is believe that God's promise of recovery and restoration is true. Do whatever he wants us to do, and it'll be a promise that he'll do for me and you. An awesome promise that'll be an awesome blessing to me and you when he does what he'll say he'll do. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you about what the Bible has to say about recovery and restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got a Bible, which I invite you to turn to Joel chapter 2. And let's get a little bit more of this word that God gave to me to give to you. This word about recovery and restoration. That which will be in manifestation in each and every one of our lives. If we allow God to be able to do what he want to do in our lives. That, that which will be seen in my life and yours too. That's if we're willing to allow the Lord to be God and do in our life what he wants to do. He wants to bring recovery and restoration back to me and you. But of course, just like anything else with the things of God, you have to cooperate with God. Because otherwise you will not see those things that are promised by God. You will not have manifestation of the information that God shares with you because he had no participation with you in what he said to do. But if you get in there with him and lock in with him and do what he says do, believe that is true and then cooperate with whatever he says to do. And I'm telling you, you're going to see full-fledged manifestation of everything that he said to you. That's recovery and restoration. We're going to read the foundational text and we'll move forward into today's stuff. And I'm telling you, it's going to bless you if you got any to hear what the Lord's going to say to you in Jesus' name. And if not, of course, it's always good to see you in church. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Joel chapter 2. Let's begin the reading of verse 21. It reads like this. It says, Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice. For the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit. The fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. 
and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. The canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you, and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. By the way, that's talking about you and me. Praise God. We're the people that's not going to be ashamed because of what he does for me and you. As a, as a result of him causing the restoration to occur in our lives that he promised me and you. That we will eat in plenty and be satisfied. Everybody say, ah. That our vats will be full and that overflow will come to me and you. As a result of this awesome, I said awesome thing that God's going to do for me and you. In such a way as he's going to call to come down in the first month. The rain and then the latter rain. It's all going to come in the first month too. Or another way of phrasing it, there's going to be a whole lot of water going to drop. That's going to force things to be able to happen for me and you. Because he said over in Isaiah chapter 55, he said, just like the rain falls from heaven and, and maketh the land green forth and bud, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall make it happen for me and you. Why? Because God's got the kind of power and he'll release it that, to that for me and you. He'll release the water from heaven. Speaking of revelation from heaven, that'll come down for me and you. That once it's saturated into the ground, you the ground, it will force in your life what, to manifest what it is that he wants to. Just like rain does the same thing too. Takes barren, parched land and turn it into fertile, beautiful land that has got all kind of vegetation on it too. Well, you might have a parched, barren life, but let the word flow in your life and it'll cause an awesome manifestation for you. And that is the restoration and recovery of the things that God has promised you. God will recover the things that were stolen from me and you. Get them back. Regain them. Praise God. Something that was lost or taken away from me and you. He'll make up for and make good things that were lost, damaged, etc., etc., etc. that happened to me and you. He will reclaim from a bad state or practice things that were in bad states and practices. But he'll reclaim them so that they can end up turning be back in our life. Praise God and we can enjoy them in our life. And he'll regain something in usable form. As from refuge material, from waste places and waste product. Stuff that we just threw out and forgot all about. God said, I'll pick it up, dust it off, clean it up, repair it, and bring it back to you. And say, here, this is the way it always was supposed to be. Now here, enjoy it because this is my gift to you. He'll recover some things from me and you. He'll regain, cause the regaining and the possibility of regaining some things that were lost and taken from me and you. As well as an improvement in the economy that's experienced by me and you. Everybody say, get paid. Amen. And things like that too. Praise God. Hallelujah. As well as restoration coming to me and you. Whereas God will be able to even bring restitution to me and you. That's somebody called that the big payback. Praise God. Hallelujah. In such a way as God will be make sure you paid back for everything that it cost you too. Because if he find the thief and he found the thief, he'll give it back to you sevenfold. Praise God. And double for your trouble. Praise God. That's what will come your way. And, and, and it'll come on every floor. And it'll also cause a putting away into former position. In such a way as he'll restore us back to our original position, our original dignity. So it can be the way it was supposed to be for you and me. And we can walk in royalty and live this thing out like it's supposed to be for you and me. That's the way God intended for you and me. 
But in order for that to happen, we have to cooperate with God and let it happen. Well, we done learned all kind of things about that God wants to restore in the midst of our life. We done learned all kind of things that God wants to restore in our lives. And a lot of us have gained faith for those things. Keep that faith because you're going to see those things in Jesus' name. We've been working starting last time we got together on another restoration that God has promised me and you. And that's the restoration of joy. The restoration of joy. Now, this restoration of joy, we found out, includes joy that we had and experienced in our life. Because many of us had the joy of the Lord in our life. But we look around and it's not there like it used to be. God said, don't worry, I'm about to restore it to thee. We found out that this joy is also the joy that we had and experienced in and from our service to God. Because a lot of us was fired up about serving God. But then we lost our willingness to serve God. We lost our, our, our desire to be able to serve God. Because part of the reason why is because we lost our joy in serving God. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's why we don't have the strength to do it no more. Because we ain't got that joy no more. But that joy you had, God said, I'm going to bring it back to you. So that you can be able to get back to doing what it is that I put you on this earth to do. As well as the joy of our salvation. Because many of us have even lost the joy of our salvation. We say, well, you know, yeah, but you know, we don't think too much about it. But God said, oh, no, I'm about to show you some things about it that will allow you to be able to restore the joy of your life, of your salvation like it's supposed to be, too. So you can be fired up about being saved like you used to because God wants a fired up crew. Do I have any fired up crew in the house? Mm-hmm. God said, I'd rather you be hot or cold. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm hot. I ain't even cold. Praise God. I know that's right. Praise God, because we're on fire for the things of God. That's God's desire for the people of God. To be able to live that thing out like that too. So we found out all kind of stuff about that last time. Make sure you get hold to it, praise God, because there's a joy that's available to you. God wants to restore it to me and you. And regardless of how much joy God provides us, we still must decide to be able to let it happen in the middle of our lives. Somebody say, let it be, let it be, let it be, oh, let it be. Jesus is the answer, let him be. <laughs> I work on that. I work on that. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Point I'm raising is, is you got to let it be. That regardless of what God promised thee and what he wants to do for you, you can get in the way of what he want to do for you and not cooperate with him and therefore it won't happen for you. And then you'll be telling another lie too and saying that preacher didn't know what he was talking about. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, that wasn't God talking. Oh, yes, that was God talking. Praise God. And still is God talking too. Now, that ain't, that's not the question. The question is, what you going to do? Are you going to cooperate with God and let him do what he want to do? Or are you going to continue to resist God and miss what God has in store for you? Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know about you, but I'm cooperating. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Turn to Psalms number 51, please. Psalms number 51. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? We got something in common. Praise God. I like being in a house of God where folk love God. Not folk that's drug up in here. Praise God. That's why I like midweek services and midday midweek services and Sunday night live services like that. I like them kind of ones. Them the ones that people decide to come to. Hallelujah. Because they want to, not because they got to. Hallelujah. Psalms number 51. I like them kind of folk. Them the ones that, hey, that that, that enjoy the word of God. Y'all enjoy the word of God? Mm, We got some good eating going today then. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 51. I love the Lord. I'm just seeing if you're paying attention. Good job. Psalms number 51. Praise God. We're going to look at stanza number 12. Let's look at stanza number 12. It says under, uh, under us, 
Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation. And my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips. And my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Of course, this is David talking. Praise God. And he's speaking of how it is that he wants the Lord to restore unto him his salvation. In fact, David asked God to restore the joy of his salvation. That's because if the, if, that's because if the joy of our salvation has been diminished or if it has even disappeared, it can be restored to us. One of the reasons why Satan wants to make sure that your joy is never restored to you, because if you have the joy that you're supposed to, then that next stanza will happen because of it manifesting in you. And that is stanza number 12 has the restore of your, has the restoration of your joy of your salvation. 13 what is what happens as a result of the restoration of the joy of your salvation. And that is then I will teach transgressors thy ways. And sinners shall be converted unto thee. Satan said, oh, no, we can't handle none of that. Praise God. And so if the joy of the Lord is what causes all of that, whereas you'll be willing to do everything that God has you to do and make sure that you find out other people can find out too so that they can be restored to the Lord just like you, then Satan said, I'm coming after the joy of your salvation. He's going to re- he's gonna try to rob you of your joy. He's going to try to rob you of your joy. Why? Because then you won't have the strength to do what God said do. You won't even have the heart's desire to do what God said do. It'll just be a, a work. That's what they'll call it. It'll, it'll become a work to you in such a way where it's, it's something that just don't work no more for you. Praise God. But what really is true is that your joy has been stole from you so that Satan can shut you down from causing other people to be around like you used to do. But look at your neighbor and say, I ain't going out like that. Mm-mm. Give my old head. Because we ain't going out like that. So we're going to be the few, even if it's just a choice few, that's going to keep this joy on the inside of us and continue to do what God said do. Somebody say, I still believe. I still say, I still got my joy. Mm-hmm. Say, ask your neighbor, say, do you need me to help you find yours? Because I got mine. I got mine. Tell them I got mine. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because see, Satan wants you to lose your joy. Because if you lose your joy, you'll lose your desire to be able to make sure other people receive what they're supposed to receive. Because you'll see so stuck on yourself because once you receive, once you lose the joy of your salvation, you get returned back to yourself. See, when you got saved, God delivered you from you. But yet at the same time, once you start losing the joy of your salvation, you start rising back up in you. And it start being about you again rather than God and what he wants you to do in the end. Let me read it out of the Bible in basic English. It might help a people or two. Praise God. Stands in number 12. It says, give me back the joy of your salvation. Now, wait a minute. He said before, bring me back the joy of my salvation. This one is give me back the joy of your salvation. Now, see, it's important to understand that the salvation God gave you is his salvation. Come on. You remember the exchange made on on the cross at Calvary? Come on, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. That's when he went to the cross for you and me in order to pay sins debt in full for me and you so that the great exchange can happen to me and you and me. 
He take upon our unrighteousness. He gives us his righteousness. He took upon our separation with God, gave us his reconnection back to God. He took upon our poverty. He gave us his wealth. He took upon our sickness. He gave us his health. He took upon our uh, alienation with God and gave us his uh, being part of the family of God. Him, he took upon all tired, raggedy, jacked up life and gave us his life to live too. But he also took upon what we used to do. That's why he was just there hanging. He was just up there hanging. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. That's why he was just up there hanging. Praise God. So that you can get down and do what he used to do. And he said, my meat is to do my father's will. He said, my meat is to do my father's will. But a lot of times when we lose the joy, then our will start rising back up too. And our will is all about doing what we want to do for maybe us and maybe just, you know, our four and no more, just those few. Praise God. But David said, give me back the joy of your salvation. Let a free spirit be my support. See, that's what we can all say if our joy ever seems to go away. Is that, Lord, give me back the joy of your salvation. That's what we should say to the Lord. And God will do it for you. Let me read it out of the message Bible. It reads like this. It says, God, make a fresh start in me. Shape a Genesis week from the chaos of my life. Says, God, make a fresh start in me. Remember, he said, shape a Genesis week from the chaos of my life. Because anybody remember Genesis, praise God, before God set out that week in order to be able to cause the restoration of the world to occur, praise God. Remember, the word was dark and void and, and it was void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. But what happened? What happened? Spirit of the Lord hovered above it. Praise God. Looked down on it, breed, brooded. One, one translation says brooded over it. Praise God. Kind of like a mother hen does her, her, her eggs. Praise God. Went down there and looking at it and said, now this ain't the way it's supposed to be. Let me do what I do to be able to make it happen for thee. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light. God authorized the restoration to be able to occur. And then the spirit of the Lord and the word of God went into the midst of the environment and began to start recreating it and causing it to be the way it was supposed to be. He got rid of the darkness and restored it with light. He then began to start doing everything else to make everything right. Praise God. So that by the time he finished, he said, it is very good because everything was the way it was supposed to be reflecting God who is good. Are you listening to me up in here? Well, God will do the same thing with me and you that if we just ask him, Lord, give me a Genesis week. Praise God and begin to start causing everything to be put back in its right place. So my heart can be put back right where it's supposed to be. So my mind can be put back where it's supposed to be. So that my actions can be put back the way that they ought to be. Put it back. Ask for a Genesis. Praise God. Well, God will give you a new beginning. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And a restoration will be able to manifest in the midst of your situation. Causing you to be able to have a fresh start. Because some of us need a fresh start when it comes to having and enjoying the joy of our salvation that we once had. We need a Genesis week in this chaotic life that we live. Because the cares of this world we learned last time has come in and choked out what God has done for you. Cause it to no longer be able to be the benefit that it used to be. Because you walk around carrying a care that you're not supposed to carry because you're supposed to cast your care upon the Lord. But, but if we do what God said do, he'll give a new beginning to me and you. Most of us, many of us need a Genesis week in our little chaotic life. Praise God. So God can be able to put things back in order. Somebody say, Lord, put things back in order. Isaiah chapter 56, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
I know a whole bunch of folk that needed jitters this week. Praise God. I know some people that don't think they needed them. Probably the main ones that really needed. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 56. There's a lot of folk don't think they need it. Praise God. That's why a lot of folk ain't in here today. They need a Genesis. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said they need a Genesis. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah chapter 56. I'm just Isaiah chapter 56. We're going to begin reading verse 7. God designed the house of God to be a place where Genesis occurs. He designed the house of God to be a place where God can cause the joy to be restored in the midst of our lives. He said it right here, Isaiah chapter 56, verse 7. It says, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon mine altar. For mine house shall be called a house of prayer. For all people. That's what this house is. This house is a house of prayer. Six days out the week is dedicated to prayer. Seven day we pray too. Praise God. We pray before the service. We pray before the ministry of the word. We pray before the second service. We pray before the ministry of the word. So it's prayer going on all up in there and do. So that means this church qualifies as a seven day a week prayer place. Praise God. In such a way where when God can find a place where prayer like that is going on that he can cause genesis to occur, occur in people's lives. Why? Because he finds a few people that are willing to lock arms with him and be able to join your forces with him and be able to pray like he wants you to do. So he can cause the genesis to be able to happen in people's lives like he wants to. So he can bring a people to that place. Praise God. And once he brings them to that place, he can restore the joy of their salvation. Read it again, verse 7. Even them will I bring to my holy mountain, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Notice, make them joyful in my house of prayer. That doesn't mean joy can't manifest no place else, but that means that this is flat out a place where it's supposed to manifest. And so many times people are walking around in their lives saying, oh, no, I got it, I got it, I can do it all myself, but it don't never manifest in the midst of their life. God said, I'm going to bring them people into my house so that they can receive the joy that I want to give to them. I'm going to bring it in my house so they can get a Genesis. Did anybody ever get a Genesis in the house of God? Praise God. Some of us got Genesis after Genesis after Genesis after Genesis in the midst of the house of God. Because some of us don't. Amen. Let's just move on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's just go there. Joy found in the house of God. That's one of the reasons why I love the house of God. Because joy is found in the house of God. See, God brings us to his holy house with the intention of making us joyful. Which means that's one of the things he intends to do when he brings us into a place like this. I'm talking about me and you. So that we can be able to be joyful. Which means we might have walked in without joy, but we'll walk out with joy. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing what the Bible has to say about the awesome promise of recovering restoration that our loving God wants to bring our way. I hope even more that you're seeing that it's true. That recovery and restoration really is something that God wants to do for me and you. God wants to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you, of everything that's been lost and or stolen in the lives of me and you. So, let's let God do what he says he wants to do. That is bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 that's area code 210 
or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP, but it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all of you married people out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come and do. To all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if you desire to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is who you married to. Your marriage will never be the same. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 